All right, and welcome back to um, another episode, uh, episode 62. Um, as we've been doing, we're going to start off um, with no music here um, because we want to remind you of various places to find us online, um, such as our newest location, satchelplayer.com, yep. where you can, as we mentioned before, uh, listen to our podcast along with many other local podcasts that you can much search better for. Podcasts. Much better podcasts. <laughs> um, and you can give uh, money uh, through the app, um, which you can download on your phone or your mobile device or whatever. Um, don't take into account that the other podcasts are better when determining who to give money to. No, never mm. is that a determining factor of no, who you should uh, not at all. financially support. Right. So support us <laughs> i think is the the key yeah, that's, there yeah i don't really care who else you support financially right support um, us um but check out satchelplayer.com search for it on the uh various app stores that are out there yep um also of course dope media network.com yep kbtlock.com mm -hmm. facebook uh is comprehensive beatdown twitter yep. is comp beatdown uh -huh. and comprehensive beatdown at gmail if you want to send us fan letters and whatever else are, you do uh, are we on pokemon go yet um i don't think so Damn. uh I think there's some in our front yard, but people have to come cut the grass to find yeah, them. Yeah, so. they're underneath the grass. you got to find them down in there. We'll eat them out. Yeah, you definitely have to cut the grass. Uh, I don't think you'll hurt the Pokemon when you cut the grass since they're, you know, not real. But, you know, <laughs> other than that, uh, come cut the grass. Uh, see yeah. if there's some Pokemon out there. See if there's some there. Pokemon out there. Yeah, and if our yard turns out to be a Pokemon gym, I'm going to be pissed. I don't even know what that means, but like I think a, there's a bunch of kids. Like a JYM or a GEM? GYM, I think I when you get enough Pokemon, you can train them to do something at the gym. Like, Run them on polka treadmills or something. Like a decathlon or something? Right, a pocathlon, a if you will. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun <laughs> replacing a poke um, into other words. Um, poke is a funny word anyway. So, all right, uh, <laughs> we have a pretty long uh, album to cover today, so I'm going to go ahead and get it started here, and then we'll tell you what we got going on. So, as we said, we're comprehensive beat down. I don't think I said that, but people probably know that by now, uh, episode yep. 62. And this week we have the new Schoolboy Q album. The Blank Fate. Blank Face LP. LP. Um, it's a fantastic Blank album. And it's long, so that's why I go ahead and get into it. So this is uh, Torch, the uh, uh -huh. first uh, track on the album here. Um, and, yeah, so we'll just let it get into it. This is a fantastic track as it well. It absolutely is. This is how you kick an album off, folks. I agree. I think it's my favorite album opener for a hip-hop album probably since ASAP Rocky last year. I yeah. That was a killer intro to yeah. the album. This is uh, just as good, if not better. So do you have the production info up and everything? I do. Nez and Rio did this beat. 
I haven't looked at any of the producers yet, other than to read that like his normal production team is involved heavily, right? Yeah, these guys did um, did some stuff for uh, ASAP, uh, ASAP Rocky. I think they've done some. Hold on, let me see. I think they've done some stuff for other black hippie people. Yeah, they've done some stuff for Kendrick and Absol. So you bring up a good point there. Uh, if you're not familiar with Schoolboy Q, um, he is a member of the Black Hippie Collective with yep. Kendrick Lamar, J Rock, Absol. Yep. And who am I missing? That's it. Yeah, those are the. Yeah. Um, so that's why you've probably heard a lot of people talking about this album, even though you might not have known who or what it was. Yeah. You know, so. This is um, the first album of the year, probably from a Black Hippie. Uh, right. Remember, Absol will probably dropping a new album before the end of the year. Well, uh, Top Dog says it's dropping out before the end of the year. So. And last year we got Kendrick and J Rock, so yeah. it makes sense we get Absol this year as well. And hopefully, a Black Hippie project. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, kind of holding my breath for, I think. Yeah. I got confidence it'll happen. Yeah. I hope so. We deserve it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but I said it uh, via social media, I guess, but I think this is a big uh, growth for Q uh-huh. on this album yeah um you just hear a little more um I don't know there, there just seems a little more substance to mm-hmm. what he's doing not necessarily in the lyrics but just the overall and the feel of the project and what you know and kind of yeah. how it goes we talked a little bit about last night about him and Kendrick kind of being the yin and yang kind of where they from and what they talk about Kendrick's more of like the the upside and schoolboy's more the downside I guess um, but I think that's brilliant yeah for them as far as I'm concerned because it's just a you know when you when you look at the black hippie side you got Kendrick who's kind of the pro side you got ab who's kind of the spiritual side yeah you got schoolboy who's the streets and you got j-rock who's kind of the older I guess you could say OG, but he's kind of like the older, been around, yeah. been through it all, kind of. So they they all bring. That's why I think a Black Hippie project will be so cool because uh, they yeah. they all bring different. You know, they're all from Los Angeles, but they all bring different sides. Mm-hmm. They all tell different stories of kind of the same places yeah. where they're from. So. Right. It's the classic group makeup. Oh yeah. That not always is there with. Even good groups, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, definitely looking forward to that at some point. Whenever you guys want to do it, we're into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, next month. Right. <laughs> Just send it to me. That'd be all right. I like the idea of J-Rock as, like, uh, old school from Don't Be a Menace to South Central, like, <laughs> hanging out at his mama's porch. Well, I was um, – it's funny you mention that because I was thinking the other day about comparing these guys to Menace to Society characters. Uh-huh. And he would definitely be MC8, you know. Right. Um, I guess Schoolboy would be uh, O-Dog. <laughs> 
Um, but I don't really know. I guess Ab would be uh, Rashid, Sheed, yeah. or whatever. Whatever. That's a but hard But I really one. don't see Kendrick as Kane. Um, Why is that? I don't know. I just don't. Maybe. We're going to have to think about this some more. Yeah. But I, I was seriously having that thought the other day <laughs> driving when I do weird things. Who would they be in Menace to Society? Yeah. I says, Lord have mercy, number two. Short Produced by guy. Swizz Beats. Swizz. Swizzy. Um, but I was saying Swiss Beats just stays working man. Oh my god He's always working, always working. It's unbelievable. Never not working Yeah. Um, but I am kind of uh, I'm glad that he's working with DMX again And helping You know Hopefully Help X out all He needs all kinds of help Yeah Get him out of debt Get him out of debt That You know That can cause a lot of problems Hell yeah it can But the first single That they dropped Not too long ago Is not that bad That's not bad Um you know, I'm a big DMX fan. Um, of course, it was always The Voice, but I mean, first two albums were really good. After that, he just went a little bonkers. Yeah, I remember that, how anticipated that second album was at the time. Well, the first one, like when um, Usual Suspects dropped on Mike Geronimo's album, everybody, you know, he was kind of, uh, or wait, no, it was Time to Build, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. off Mike Geronimo. Um I think that was the first time I heard him. And then uh, 54321 on LL's album. God, that song is so awesome. Yeah. That's this a is different time. that part featuring Kanye Wizzle. A good Kanye. <laughs> uh, a good Kanye. Yeah. yeah. Good Kanye guest appearance. Yay for good Kanye appearances. This song is so great. That part. And we'll play the remix at the end, which is even better. That part. That part, that part. As with um, the Kendrick album, uh, there's a lot of co-production going on on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was done by Cardio, Soundwave, and a couple other guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, every song's kind of got you know sprinkling so i guess that goes back to the you know putting projects together you know and putting little touches on it right and, and i guess to tdd or a tde having a uh, have an in-house production team kind of lets them go in and kind of tweak some yeah. things and it shows uh, thoughtfulness yeah. into the project what is Von Miller wearing? A really bad beard. And terrible glasses. Yeah. That part. I just want the paper. That part. All my bitches flavor. Yeah. That part. That part. That part. That part. Okay. 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 That part. Beggars can't be choosers. Business ain't your part. There's so many good one-liners on this album. Yeah. I love this. 
We were listening to that on the beach the other day. I was dying. Four seasons, take a shower, new clothes, I'm reloaded. <laughs> Rich niggas still eating catfish. <laughs> that bitch ain't really bad, that's a catfish. <laughs> if I walk up out of Sasquatch, <laughs> how the paparazzi doing backflips? <laughs> if I lay you down on the mattress. <laughs> what if they did a video to this and everything that he talks about in the song is going on? So he's like oh walking God. out of sex fist with some catfish. There's like paparazzi doing backflips. Uh -huh. He comes out of the or he comes out of the strip club and there's Kim out there with a knife and a glove on. One glove. <laughs> oh no. I just think uh, she the female OJ. That's good stuff. That part. There's really, uh, we've talked about it a little bit. We'll talk about it as we get there. There's only a couple songs on the album I just don't like. Yeah. Um, but I understand why they're there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, I don't have to like everything. Nah, especially on an album that has 17 songs on it. Yeah. And they're trying to... They're trying to appeal to people. And, yeah. You know, we had albums back in the day that had club tracks on them. Oh, my God. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah. On this realm, you know. It was just when Quali started putting them on his albums that, you know, started pissing everybody off. Right. I remember uh, Simon Says by Pharaoh Monch, like how much like that was like kind of clubby for him yeah. at the time. You know? It was awesome though. That it was, was like such a great, great club song, song yeah. but it was just like, what did he just do? Yeah. You know, I remember like it was so controversial. That was like '98 or '99 or some yeah. shit. That song is remix, stood the man. test of time. Oh my god! Yeah, the remix yeah. is this shit. That part. It's like Annie Up. Like Annie Up was a club song. Mm -hmm. Like think about that. That's a raw that's a song about robbing people. Right. And that was a that was a freaking close song. It's like the funnest thing to do in the club, I think. Yeah. It's to rob people. Rob people. Put your hands up. <laughs> and if you've never been in a club and Annie Up comes up I was actually I had the I've uh, been at the zoo and Annie Up comes <laughs> on, you know? It's like I had the pleasure to be in a club in Brooklyn once when Annie Up came on. And let me tell you. <laughs> Um, that was probably one of the coolest places I've ever been club-wise. It was a real underground. There, there's this place in San Francisco I went that was really cool. But it was like a real underground, but they played like a lot of... This was in like Lean Back was out and stuff like that. So the DJ, I can't remember who was DJing that night. I want to say it might have been Questlove. Um, but he was going between like mainstream stuff to like Simon Says to Annie Up to Lean. You know, he's just doing right. this... And it was like banger after banger. <laughs> so you're in this club and everybody gets just as amped for like Annie Up as they do for like Lean Back. Or, right. You know, I mean, it was just like crazy. Um, Even if you've never heard energy, Annie Up, it probably makes you uh, freak out a little yeah. bit. Wow, what a good song. Um, I went ahead and skipped on to number four. This is Groovy Tony. Um With Eddie Kane is like the, you'll hear it, it kind of switches out at the end. Um, but this was the first single they dropped off the album okay. with Jada Kiss. Old um, Jada Kiss. Good pull too. Good guess. Good guess. Spot. That's a very good idea. There's some good guest spots on this album. Yeah, I think the guests are uh, very tastefully done on this album. Yeah. 
Look around, now you're hellbound, boogie down, bullshit, I want to loud, slang a bird every hour. Smack a nigga with the heat, contradicting that he peace, leaving triple six lying under feet. Can you dig it, strip a match that won't finish? Drop a nigga off, get a nigga whip, squeeze a fingertips, Hey, Blank face, Trey A, kill everybody, fuck a AK, sell narcotics. Just a good rap song. Push our limits, look at Timmy. Repity, repity. Did you watch the home run derby at all last night? Uh, I caught the highlights of dude hitting like a million home runs. He hit like 61 home runs. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I watched a few minutes last night. I guess All Star Game is tonight. Yeah. I should have mentioned this is an early day episode of Comprehensive Beat Down. This is probably the earliest we've ever recorded, I think. Um, I feel pretty confident in saying that. Yeah. Um, Most of you guys are on lunch break right now. We're working. <laughs> We're working. Mm-hmm. Blank face. <laughs> you should be hype, man, for the tour. Get at me. I like this. This is the Eddie Kane track. No, it wasn't Questlove DJing that night. It was DJ Ready C. That's who was DJ. Nice. He had, I don't know if it's still going on, but he had, he still, and this was 2006. He still had a pirate radio show in, in New York. Oh, really? In, up in Harlem. And that's actually why we were in New York. The group I was working with at the time was doing the radio show. But him and Joe Mix did it. And um, it was, or Joe Quicks, it was, it was awesome. It was like serious pirate radio in this like little like studio apartment they had set up that was in, that was in Harlem. They told us how to get there. Um, so we went up there, we did it. We hung out for like, I don't know how many hours, but we were there for like all night. And it was yeah. like from 12 o'clock at night till four o'clock in the morning. I think it's when they did the show, something like that. Yeah. I could be wrong. But um, it was pretty cool. It was nice. pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, that's what it was. I just, all that just came back to me. Pirate Radio. Great DJ too. Good guy. Um, he do, uh, he do, does a lot in the, or did a lot back then. I haven't talked to him forever. But he was doing a lot in like the hip hop scene in New York. You know, he was like one of the DJs that just kind of connected a lot of people right. and did a lot of stuff. So uh, shout out to DJ Ready C. Uh, we knew uh, DJ Ayers from Brooklyn that did, uh, oh shit, I can't remember, they did this big series of parties, I think they still do them. That was like my wife's best friend in high school's brother, so he used cool. to like send mixtapes down and shit, nice. but apparently they uh, they still do the party whatever, I'll have to look it up, they got mixes they put out and stuff, but yeah, I've always wanted to go up to Brooklyn and go to shit like that we got to we got to hang out in new york for like a week and um we stayed right by madison square garden and across the street uh where madison square garden is there is a foot action big foot action i think it was back then i don't know what it is now mm-hmm. it's probably a champs or a foot locker or something something 
But um, that's actually we we went in there uh, just shopping for shoes, and we ran into DJ Clark Kent. Nice. And um, so. Uh, one of the guys from the group went up to him and like shook his hand and you know was thanking him for you know whatever. I mean the guy's a legend. Uh, and uh, the guy's like, I know you. He's like, you're in this group. And he, you know, he, you know, and guys were like kind of blown away that he. I mean, they had wow. one like like underground song that some people had heard of. Yeah. But of course, as a DJ, it's his job to know all that stuff. So mm-hmm. he knew who they were and um, sat down and talked. We exchanged info and. Um, Stay in touch a little bit throughout the years uh, over kicks and stuff like that. And um, that's I mean, a good DJ that knows all the artists. He sets really. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you're talking about, and you're talking about, I mean, Clark Kent. I mean, this guy is the, I mean, one of the DJs. He has to know all that shit. So he know, yeah. And now remember, he's wearing a Steve Largent jersey. Oh. And um, you never forget a Steve Largent jersey. Yeah, you never forget a Steve Largent jersey. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a uh, that was a really cool uh, trip, man. We did a lot of good stuff in New York. Yeah, I've only been to New York once. It was for a week, but it was like right before ninth grade. So yeah. I haven't been as an adult to like go out and drink and go to clubs and stuff. Yeah. I'll have to do that one day. All right, so I went on this to is, uh, No You're Wrong. This one's produced by The Alchemist. Oh. This is all news to me because I haven't looked at the producers yeah. yet, so I'm learning right along with you today, listeners. And J-Pounds. That's a good name. It's not J-Pounds on the beat or J-Pounds made it. J-Pounds made it. <laughs> J-Pounds on the beat. Now you wonder what, what, what you want, huh? Call me, <laughs> call me. Yeah, yeah. No, you're wrong. Oh, ah. hmm. Wrapping my ass off, nigga. Kind of slowing things down. Want me down there with you? Trying to blow my high. You want to steer my drive? You ask for more than my mind. Trying corrupting my mind. Let's do some work with them pounds. When I was broke, you was gone. No, you're wrong. Whoa. Sirens. Well, Next part featuring Lance Skywalker. Can't express what you do for me when you appear. And don't be blind to see my love is the part you shouldn't feel. Say words can't express what you do for me when you appear. And don't be blind to see my love is the part you shouldn't feel. Say, girl, jump in my bank account. So. So I can deposit you. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. No. Oh, I know about it. No. No. Stop it. Yeah. So I can deposit you. Stop it. I'm going through There's way too much like premise going on. Yeah. Withdrawals, deposits, bank accounts. I yeah, don't know. way too much. <laughs> I love this album, but um, I don't really like that. <laughs> yeah, Lance, Lance went a little crazy there. 
plasma, my TV screen. Hope I go out like BB King. The front row, they cheer for God. I'm sold out on everything. Last night it was a dream. Thinking about you in the worst ways. I need your cake like it's your birthday. I'm trying to be in front of Tom Page. See, he can't keep it up for a whole verse. He's like, you know what? I can't. I can't. I can't rap. I got a lot more bank stuff to do, but uh, I don't know. Let's do something different. He made up for it here, for sure. Yeah. Uh, this Penn State stuff, the, the pedophile and all that. Dude. It's getting worse and worse. Absolutely. Like, there is some, like, deep, deep cover-up, which we all kind of knew. Yeah. Yeah, there had to be. You know, this couldn't have been an isolated incident. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, it's all starting to come to the light. I think in 1976, Joe Paterno said... I will hold this secret until I die. Yeah. And the, the secret came out, and he was dead within, like, what, yeah. a week or something? I mean, he's like, that was it. He's like, yeah. I can die now. I'm fucked. Yeah, now we found out he's known about this shit. All right, so this is Right Out with Vince Staples. Produced by Soundwave. Can I just say that these, have you seen these DirecTV commercials that just ended with uh, John Bon Jovi? Yeah. That might be some of my favorite commercials of all time. Like, I love John Bon Jovi. He's the fucking man. And those commercials are so fucking funny. The power to turn back time. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. John Bon Jovi still getting checks. Mm-hmm. For being John Bon Jovi. Saw a million faces and rocked them all. All of them. All of them. That's rough. I like all your sing-alongs on this episode. Yeah, you know, I'm just practicing. I don't know what for. I was about to ask, what are you practicing for? Is there something? Are you going to be on the Olympics? I'm going on tour soon. Nice. That's just what the people want. A lot of people email us and say they wish you would go on tour. <laughs> just so I'd be away from happening. the podcast? No, just because yeah, they think you no. have talents that the whole country needs to hear about. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> and you're lying to us. So is Schoolboy Q out on tour or anything? I haven't even looked. Uh, I haven't seen anything. Um, but that'd be fun. Never seen him. He live. might be get. He might be gearing up, maybe to do something this fall. Yeah. It's a little late to be on festival season. Yeah. Missed that boat a little. Yeah. Bit. 
But they could put, I mean, they could put a, uh, they could put a tour together this fall. Yeah, I see a fall tour. I'd like to see him, Vince, uh, who else? Attainable, attainable. I can see them doing something with, like, him and Chance, possibly. Maybe. They do theaters that yeah. wouldn't fill up arenas or anything. They could do, like, big theaters. Yeah. As far as an arena tour, you'd have to put him with oh, yeah. someone else. Uh-huh. I'd much rather go to a theater show anyway. Um, who else? Two, uh, two Chains and Lil Wayne, they should tour that with Schoolboy Q. They could do that in the arenas. Yeah. I'd go to that. That would be fucking awesome. I'm trying to think who further out west who's big that he could go on tour with. Snoop, maybe. That'd be cool. Because the dog pounds on this album. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go on to the next track because this just kind of finishes itself out here. Yeah. All right. Number seven. This is whatever you want. This is one of the songs I've just seen. I'm kind of on the fence about. Um, yeah, there's this one and one towards the end that I kind of right skip through. Yeah. Doesn't really fit the rest of the album. It doesn't. Yeah. And I understand why it's there. Um, I would have erred on the side of not putting it on the album, probably. Yeah. Especially since the album's over an hour already. But yeah, it shows a little versatility, but this, you know, this yeah. kind of song isn't why I come to a schoolboy album. No. So there's that. I didn't come here for this. Right. <laughs> this is where you like go use the bathroom or yeah. something to drink. Text your girl. Yeah. All right. So I think with that general consensus, I'll go on to the next track some more interesting songs. So this is By Any Means. Back to the darkness a little bit. Darkness. Darknesses. You can fuck my bitch, you can have my hoe. Oh yeah, this song is great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get 
But yeah, this little midsection, the album kind of smooths out a little bit. Then it yeah. kind of picks up again with the next song. Yeah. Yeah, I think two of my favorite songs are the next two. Yeah. I like that. You popping pills? Shit, we selling pills. That's good stuff. Always know what side of the game to be on, you know? Yeah. Pick a side of the fence and stay on Yeah, definitely. Don't cross that fence. No. And don't ride that fence. Mm-mm. Can't do that. You need a pill every now and again if your nerves are bad. Yeah, yeah but, I'm, but you know, that's not riding the fence. That's, right. That's just grabbing something from the other side of the fence and bringing it to your side of the fence. That violates uh, one of the ten crack commandments. Yeah, I was about to say, which one is that? Don't get high on your own supply. The number. I don't know what number it is. Yeah, I was trying to think of the number. There was a thing on a new local news site a year ago or so about it's like these four or five hillbillies that all got busted for making meth but they were obviously making the meth for themselves, for themselves. you know yeah <laughs> so that's all i could think about was uh the rules it's like this is i mean they had no teeth you know brown <laughs> eyes it's like it's obvious what's going on all right now this next song Yes. Dope Dealer featuring E-40. Earl Simmons. This is the motherfucking jam right here. I got a stack of blue faces, but my AR black. I got two bitches in my whip and they gon' hold my strap. I'm not going to say anything during E-40's voice or verse cause you got, so you guys can uh, soak it all in. Yeah. This one was produced by Metro Boomin. The trash. In the heart of the trap, you might find me slapping bones. Dominoes. And a sick of the soy on the middle of a war zone. Eating dominoes. With a gumbo pot's boy on the task force raid our homes. Dominoes. Heavy surveillance, <laughs> helicopters, and drones. I think somebody getting bodied on the weekend. Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, it's awesome. He uses vernacular. Mm-hmm. Um, spectacular. Oh, it just, the words that you. Uh, I, I like the dominoes part. Yeah. That shit's awesome. Great idea for a guest on this song. Respect E40. 
tails for the low. I got them high wheels, gotta push start and it go. I got them six teams that act right in this seal. We on the front line when it's crunch time, we get chipped. You know us little niggas love go chains and them whips. Make me rearrange your whole thing for my hip. Mm -hmm. I get this motherfucker jumping, bitch, you know why I came They told me that should not kill when I jumped in the flame I'm cuckoo for the cocoa leaves and I turn it to dope The money never grew on trees, but I'm watching it grow We talking coals, lighting holes, told them better I keep I get to swinging on this chopper, nigga, R.I.P. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs on the album. To number 10. Mm -hmm. It says John Murr. Yeah. This is great, too. Adrian Young has got something to do with it, though. He's named in the credits. Oh. He played an instrument or something, probably. Probably did some instrumentation, I would say. song John Murr because he's like preserving the streets or because he is exploring the streets we're having dog issues right now I'm curious why the name. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. What was the question again? Um, does he call the song John Murr because is he trying to preserve the streets or is he um, exploring the streets? 
Maybe both. Because, you know, that guy, was, a, that guy was like a, uh, he was like an environmentalist kind of. Uh, so, but he was like an outdoors guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, he discovered, well, I don't know if he discovered so much. He did a lot of riding from like the Sierra Nevadas and stuff. Yeah. Uh... And it's I'd really it's exploring. And it's really obscure for a schoolboy to name a song after him. Right. I just I'm only that, like marginally aware of who the guy is. That's amazing. Alright. On to number eleven. Oh, this is a good song too. Big yeah, this Body. Is Big Body featuring the Dog Pound, produced by Tyler the Creator. Okay. How about that? I like this. Learning the producers. Sounds like a Tyler uh -huh. song. Now that I think about it, it's like a perfect dog pound beat. Yeah. To the back, put the fifties on the map. Got my Hoover star on the hat. Cause we're grooving like that. Yeah, we moving like that. Slaying dick, I should have made racks. Nigga clean, digging that cat. Got my Jimmy on This uh, sounds completely different to me now that I know that Tyler made the beat. Yeah. It, it, it makes a lot more yeah. sense uh, musically. But you want to download, cuz we're gonna mail rolls. I'm a slinger elbow. Get a job, hell no. Men them niggas ain't hot. Men them niggas ain't cold. Men them niggas ain't hot. Men them niggas ain't cold. Men they jury ain't froze. Men them bitches won't go. Get a bitch with the one, just stick up in your rear. We can bring a party to the crib. Get them bitches, stick them out. Put a doggy on the couch. Show what the script think about. Nigga slinging D up in the drought. Will we bring the bitches out? Nigga West comes up in the house. Leave you trapping in the south. Bring the groups to your feet. I can make a millionaire week. But this big body bands ain't cheap. Why them bitches want me? Bro, you want a low key? Shit, I probably OD. I'm a living up free. Judge, no, I never clean D. Everybody dance flow. What you got a man for? Girl, I can do the pussy Rambo. Do I love them? Hell no. Men them niggas ain't hot. Men them niggas ain't cold. Men them niggas ain't hot. Men them niggas ain't cold. Men that jury ain't froze. Men them bitches won't go when your money don't grow. Big body, big beans. 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 In a drop top shit, yelling knock knock. Six in the morning and I'm yelling out, don't stop. Money makes the world around in case you didn't know. In case you didn't know about these bitches and these hoes and sluts. What's up? Don't act enough. It's amazing what difference it makes when you know who the producer is. Oh yeah, changes everything. It does, and you know, 
Sounds like it could have been on the Tyler album. Yeah. This is Never Change featuring SZA. SZA. Uh, this song was actually produced by uh, DJ Dahi, who did uh, the Money Tree song. Okay. Uh, also did the uh, Drug Dealers Anonymous with Pusha T and mm. Jay-Z recently. Mm-hmm. Um, done a lot of stuff with those guys, with uh, the TDE people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Thank God for the game. My TV screen off the chain. It's the vibe out song. Hey. My bitch, off the chain. Chain. <laughs> I came from the brain. The sidewalk chop. The black stay hot. Stays Paranoid hot. the cop to keep my gear parked. Park. Pull me out the car to give me black thought. Thought. But fuck it. This shit's all kind of player. This shit my mama flavor. This that raised by your granny pistols and nine laters. So I notice there's no pitchfork review of this album yet. Good. Yeah, I was hoping there would be. I thought that'd be fun to talk about today. <laughs> um, yeah. There was an article saying it was one of the eight albums that came out last week that everyone should listen to. So that's good. Yeah, I can, I can respect that. Yeah. They also mentioned the avalanches, which is good. There's SZA. SZA! SZA, 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 I don't think I've ever really listened to any of her music before. I listened to that EP they put out. It was cool. Um... I like her guest spots when she's on songs. Yeah, I prefer her that way. And oh, yeah, I've never listened to her projects. Yeah. She can sing Hey, her look, asshole. it's Chris Broussard. Oh, wait, no, it's not. No, he Laker, made... Uh, Lakers believe that they can sign Russell Westbrook as a free agent after the season. Well, why not just trade for him now? Clear you, clear you up some room. Get rid of... Not like you need anybody on your on your roster. I think they're afraid they won't be able to re-sign him if they trade for him this year. The Lakers won't? Since he can... He'll, his contract will go and he'll be a free agent. Even if they trade for him, he'll be a free agent. Yeah, but I mean the Lakers season. But then their fear is they won't be able to re He, for some reason, might not want to re-sign or something. Or somebody else offers him a shitload more money. Yeah, but they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna face that anyway. I would think so. I don't know. That's just what they're saying. They said they think they can get him without having to give players up in the middle. I mean, I understand, but who do you got on that team you want to hold on to? They, uh, we listened to Bill Simmons podcast the other day. He ran through like. Um, him and his guests ran through like eight or ten teams and what their potential lineups could be if all this stuff happened. Um, I forget who all they said for the Lakers, but it was interesting. They were laughing about it because it was like it would be Russell Westbrook, D'Angelo, Russell, right? Yeah. And Ingram. Yeah, and there's a couple, a couple other things that are like real funny, like people they would like Europeans that would pick up on or whatever. It was on trades or whatever. Just interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Neither do they. That's the, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. I love the fact that the Lakers are terrible. I don't know that they will be too much longer. Yeah. We can bask in it while we got it. Oh, yeah. I, I dig it. All right. Straight ball in, number 13. I like this song, too. 
But this is the second time, really, in my lifetime that the Lakers weren't any good. Yeah. Um, Back when they had uh, Van Exel and yeah, you know, they were before well. Kobe got there, they were yeah, on a downswing, right? Yeah. Oh, and shout out to Tim Duncan, retiring. Yeah. He just put out a little press release. He didn't do a press conference or I mean, nothing. He Tim, Dun- he Tim Duncan does. He did. Oh, by the way, I'm not going to play basketball anymore. Whatever. It's no cool. big deal. <laughs> My legacy is secured. Yeah. My legacy that I don't really care about. It's amazing. Five uh, five titles. And some guy pointed out yesterday that he was probably like 26 seconds away from having eight titles. Like the Ray Allen shot, yeah. the Davitsky shot that year in the Western yeah. Conference Finals. It's like, damn, I didn't think about that, man. Eight like, titles. He added all those seconds together. And it was like 26 seconds. Could have been three more titles. Yeah. I mean, it's shameful that he's not talking about and you know a lot with it with the younger kids especially sure. like being as good as lebron or even kobe or something like that but his career is just unquestionable yeah i mean you can't question Unbelievable. i have a hard time saying somebody's the best at a position um just because it's been so long since you know i mean it, it's it's a long time to say that somebody is the best at their position right i'm comfortable saying like not even. I mean, I'm almost comfortable saying Kareem is the best center of all time. But, Again, that can be tough. But it's just really hard to do, man. Cause, yeah. Because you have basketball, especially more than anything else, has these eras that it goes through where the game changes so much. Oh, the center doesn't mean yeah. anything like it used to mean. Yeah, you know? I mean. Yeah, totally. You know, 10 years ago, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was hands down the best player to ever play. The mm-hmm. most important player Probably, mm. I, I would, I would think. But as the center position devolves into like a second power forward, yeah. I mean, it just these kids don't think about centers anymore. Oh yeah, in the same way that for all those years the best players were looked at as being the big men, yeah. And now these, you know, it's uh, guards. Yeah. You can't. It's hard to say. Okay, who's the best? Like. What's the swing forward? The swing forward now is yeah. the is the best. But it's hard to even compare. Like, who's a little white dude uh, that played at Boston? The little point guard that could dribble the ball real well. And, oh, Kuzi. Um, yeah, you think somebody like him is like he was one of the best point guards ever because he could dribble funny and shot pretty well. You yeah. Know? And now these guys can. You expect your point guard to be able to shoot threes and shit from half know? court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, like it, just to your point, those positions are constantly changing, so yeah. it's, it's hard to say. But I mean, Duncan is definitely. You know, I wouldn't argue one by of, said he was the best power forward ever. Like if that's what they. Yeah. Somebody made that argument to me. I would accept it. Yeah, I can. I can Amazing. accept it. But man, I you know, and he's been given grief his entire career. I've given him a lot of grief his entire career. Yeah. yeah. He's being boring. boring yeah. The big fundamental, but man, he won rings. Mm-hmm. He won. I didn't, I didn't really like him in college when I was in college, but as I got older. I was like, you're playing the game the way I would play the game. If I was uh, like, well, I, mean, I he did just, it. You're 34 was, years old. He know? was it's the awesome. most important piece on a on a a very successful, yeah. very well-oiled machine. And he helped David Robinson get his ring, and which he did. is so beautiful. I think he basically said, "We did this for yeah. David to get yeah. his ring." Yeah. I didn't know that there would be like four after that, which it was crazy. Yeah. All right, so this is Black Thoughts. 
Produced by Willie B. Not really sure who that is. Who are you, Willie B? Who's Willie B? Not Willie D. Willie B. Willie B. Oh, he's produced some stuff for these guys. Good for him. Sipping on here and I'm a regular. You enter to me. Oh. Pissy sofas. Sharing food with roaches. Oh. Oh, gangster crip. My papa was a bitch. Left me with hope just don't exist. It's a pretty serious song. catch a foul ball with their hot dog tray. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. <laughs> and then there's beer and hot dog everywhere. Everywhere. And nobody around you's happy. Right. saw somebody on Twitter put something up uh, about that, you know, where he says all lives matter. And uh, I can't believe, someone said, I can't believe you're buying in that. And he responded back, I was talking about Bloods and Crips. That's exactly what I was going to say. When I first heard that, I was like, wait a second. It's like, oh, yeah, he's talking about Bloods and Crips. Yeah, that's the proper use of all lives matter, I would say. Yeah. All right, so we're on the title track now. Blank Face featuring Anderson Peck, who was also on the first track, but he's not credited. Right. Mr. Anderson is enjoying his year, I would so say. So hot right now. So hot right now. As long as you get the money, right? Pretty much everyone who's I've talked to recently who's been like, hey, can you recommend a couple albums to me? They list like two albums I haven't listened to and this one. And they're like, this is my favorite so far. The Andrews, like, Anderson every Pack Anderson album. Pack album at Malibu. Everyone, and always, everyone. always challenge them, them to go back and listen to Venus. Or I mean Venus. 
Venice. A lot of people which, uh, will, you know. It just that album just hit at the perfect time this year. Oh, man, people wanted to follow up to, to Pimp a Butterfly. And they kind of look at that album being that way, you know. Yeah, I mean he's. Uh, I, I figured when the when the Dre album dropped last year that that was and he was all over it. Yeah, I figured he'd get a chance to get a little run. Yeah, I think yeah. you mentioned that even when we listened to the Compton album yeah. last year. Um, we were like, this guy will probably be the breakout star. Yeah. Again, on that album, getting signed, yeah. dropping Everything the album. Everything just hit when perfect, When people were talking about it, it was perfect. And he's been, he's been like an underground... Uh, Darlin in L.A. in the whole yeah. L.A. scene. He's from, you know, from Oxnard. And He's not really yeah. new, but he was new to yeah. a whole I mean, lot of people. But it was a, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a perfect storm. Um, That's the advantage of being on Dre's team as opposed to being on the Lakers. I think that yeah. there's your uh, difference, right? <laughs> I'd rather play for Dre than the Lakers. Yeah. Dre keeps his people working. In 2016 still, like, just keeps refining that shit. He's loyal to his team. It's amazing. To an extent. To an extent. You know, within reason. He's got yeah, Apple money now. God damn. It's funny to see, like, the way... I mean, this has all been in the works for years for him. Just mm-hmm. the way he set up his, like, Aftermath label. Yep. Um, where he literally has to do nothing. He's got, a t- you know, a couple producers that do, like, yeah. do it all, handle he everything. provides an aim, man. That's, That's it. awesome when you can get to that level. Brilliant. Yeah. That's that's uh that's learning from Jimmy Iovine, you know. If you're gonna learn that's from a dude, from like Chef Boy RD, yeah. you know. If you're gonna learn saying? from a douchebag, make yeah. sure you learn what to do right. Do it right. All right, so let's go on into overtime. Yeah, this is a song I don't care for. Yeah, me either. We're only gonna listen to a little bit of this. And this actually features a little bit of Kendrick in the hook. Mm-hmm. I think right. I think so. Somewhere. I've only listened to the song once. This is a little too uh, me, 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 me. Too yeah. much sexy time See, this song and the other one we skipped a lot of You know, are both about sleeping with women, basically yeah. And he talks all through the album about how many women he sleeps with so we don't necessarily need to hear the songs that get that women to sleep with you because yeah. we already believe you. I believe yeah. the premise. Yeah. Like in the You've got the credibility. By for track me to, three, I've heard about couches and beds and back seats. And yeah, we're good. Fine. If that's what you want to present yourself, then I'm with it. But I don't need to hear the song about well that you use to get girls to sleep with you because I already believe you. So with that in mind. With that being said. Um, I've listened to this album. This will be my fourth time through, and I skipped it. The second and third times. I was like, nope, not gonna listen to that song. So, alright, here we go. But good for him, you know. He's gonna put in over time. Yeah, just whatever. Alright. So, this is the last song. What is it? Tuki knows if. Yeah, this is uh, Tuki Knows 2. Oh, 2. I read if with my bad eyes. <laughs> with your bad eyes. <laughs> Tuki Knows if what? But yeah, this is the proper way to end the album. End it crippin'. 
All lives matter. Bloods and Crips. Love it. On bump status. Uh huh. That's right. Still hype, man. So what do you think about the length of this album? I think it's too long. I think it is too. Um, now I, yeah, it's not my project, so. No. But I do. I think it. I think it needed three or four less tracks on it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know what I would have left off of it. A couple of tracks I would have left off it. I can say three. Um, but yeah, I just I, I think it it drags just a tad. Um, yeah. But you know, who am I to say? Right. Who am I to judge? Who am I? Yeah, I the think judge. We've said this before. It's just nice that people are still making albums. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And and I mean. It was well put together. Mm-hmm. I mean, but 74 minutes for an album is a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's a long time. That's exactly um, what you can put on a CD, basically, yeah. right? I mean, they filled it up. Yeah. I mean, do they, but did they make a CD? I mean, are they still doing those? I would think so. Yeah. Not as many. I'm going to have to get it on vinyl just because. Might go down for this check, nigga. Yeah, I almost bought oxymoron with offbeat recently but then picked up something different yeah. so they get it i think offbeat got the new k Trinata. they got yeah. that betty davis um columbia thing mm-hmm. the uh sessions with her yeah. and miles and uh, i got dj screw nice three in the morning um yeah there's a lot of new stuff up there actually did you get one of the andy warhol toys nah. the kid robot toys nah. He I sold out, though. Yeah, I went by and grabbed one before he left town last I figured it would have sold out. I've never been an Andy War- Warhol fan, so I didn't really care. I don't know much about him other than it's iconic. And yeah. the side I mean, of the blind box, I recognize, like, half of the things. Yeah. Just, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen that in a movie before or something. Yeah. I don't know enough about him. I'm sure he's, like, some prick from New York who made art yeah. and bang chicks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have to make girly songs. He just no. painted. He just painted. <laughs> he just painted the Campbell soup can and everybody. Genius. Yeah. Oh my god. We're gonna do this in different colors. Yeah. Wow. They'll never know it hit him. <laughs> the toy's cool though. Yeah. Which one did you get? Uh, it's pink. Has like blue splatter on it. Okay. I think. There you go. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol, the, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't get any corporate logos or nothing. <laughs> but also from Offbeat, I got the Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas graphic. Did you get book. that? Yeah. yeah. I read it on the beach. It is awesome. The yeah. illustrations are great. Yeah, I was. I thumbed through it when I was there one night. Yeah, the illustrations at the end. Yeah. Badass. I'll uh, hand it to you. It literally took me like an hour and a half to read yeah. or something. Totally worth it. All right, so that's the end of the album proper. Uh, to finish us out, we're going to play that part, the remix featuring Black Hippie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that part was track three. Um, and so this is the remix as we kind of give our final thoughts and everything. So I think, as you can tell, overall, we both really dig the album. 
is one of the most anticipated releases for me this year, I think. Yeah, um, I mean, we've talked about it earlier in the year coming out. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a letdown at all. I thought it showed a lot of growth um, as him. Maybe uh, a touch too ambitious, but yeah, beyond, that's really but, all I, mean, I can that's say okay. about I it. Mean, Man, I'm when you're putting out what is your magnum opus, probably yeah. like you can indulge a little yeah. bit. You know, shit. I mean, they said this is forever his, was two discs. Yeah, know? this was his fourth studio album, mm-hmm. and I think this is the one that. I'm not gonna say make or break for him, but it was the one where a lot more people knew. He had a lot more even, eyes on him. For yeah, this I think album. it's picked up each time because I remember Oxymoron being like a big yeah. deal, but this just felt like a little bit bigger of a deal because yeah. the critics were like, "Be looking for this album." Like, yeah. you know, I think there's a little, might be a little pressure there, and I think he lived up to it. Yeah. But he also said, "I'm gonna make the album 74 fucking minutes and put all the songs I want yeah. to on there," which I respect. But there's three songs on this album I want. It could have been. It could have been 106 again. minutes of dark instead of, you know, 74 minutes with a couple girly tracks. You think like Wu-Tang Forever, which is definitely they're gonna, they're, their magnum opus. Yeah, like everyone was so watching. Yeah, and the amount of just like, like the shampoo song yeah. and like the um, the Daddy Woo stuff, yeah. it's just like, oh my God, Rizza, you did not have to do this. Yeah. And you did. Yeah, it's like, so I was like, you fuck know, you and I respect you at the same that, time. Wu-Tang Forever was like, okay, so this is all the stuff we got on the on the cutting room floor, we're throwing it all in. Um, and we're gonna um, all around triumph in a couple yeah. other songs. Yeah, <laughs> the rest of it's just crap. But again, it's such a cultural touchstone at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So check this album out. Uh, go back and listen to his other stuff. Absol, J Rock. Um, everybody knows about Kendrick. Hopefully, you've all gone back and listened to Kendrick's old stuff. Yeah. If you uh, overly dedicated before. section eighty, um, I still know a lot of people that never listened to Good, Good Kid, Kid, Mad City. Yeah. You know, um, which I listened to that again uh, over the course of a few days a couple weeks ago. Um, I hadn't listened to it in a while, and I was like, man, this album is spectacularly good. And I think yeah. it's getting overshadowed a Absolutely. by Butterfly. But, yeah. But yeah, well, been, if you go back and listen to old, year if you I go back it. and listen to section eighty, man. That is yeah. like I listen to overly dedicated the most, yeah. I think. But section eighty, um, I, I was flabbergasted yeah. when somebody the first time somebody played that for me and they were like, yeah. So here's this kid. I was just like, Okay, yeah. goddamn. Yeah, and kind of waiting for him to be the future for a while. But again, get involved with Dre and them and yeah. like put you right there. But uh yeah, so we're coming up to the end of this track. Thanks again for hanging with us. I know this has been a long one. Um, this album's really good and you could tell by our lack of really talking silly bullshit today and we're kind of paying attention uh, to the album and we don't do that too often so this not very is often at all clearly in my top few of the year um, so far we've done two really good albums back to back I think so yeah we're gonna have to follow this up with something terrible next week yeah we should do that on purpose for sure <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week and we'll be back with episode 63. Uh, we're inching closer and closer to 100, I guess, at this point. Yeah, we're going to be there for the first of next year. Sometime. Probably, yeah. That's crazy. No. Um, but, you know, as we said in the beginning, check us out all over the place uh, at Comp Beat Down on Twitter, Comprehensive Beat Down at Gmail, Comprehensive Beat Down on Facebook, SatchelPlayer.com, KeyBeatalock.com, Dope Media Network.com. I hear everywhere. 
We're everywhere. That's Fondren a whole... sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we'll there's something going on in Offbeat. We're probably there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, what events were this weekend in Jackson? I don't know. Um, I got to... I forget. I got to find a better way to keep up with stuff because I'm not paying attention to Facebook really anymore. I wish they'd make the calendar... I wish they'd make a separate calendar app like they did for Messenger. Yeah. I love Messenger like for group messages and stuff. Like yeah. about events and no, things. It's perfect. But the calendar, the second thing I use the most on Facebook after messaging is the calendar. Yeah. It's like if somebody's like, "Hey, can you guys come here on this date, or do you want to do this?" I look, I look on the Facebook calendar before I look on my Google calendar. That'd yeah. be awesome to have a separate Facebook calendar that sent you events. But hey, what do we know? Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, Garrett wants uh, Silent G wants half that money. Facebook, <laughs> when you come up with that, <laughs> half that money. Um, yeah. You can go to Satchel Player and give us half that money. Right, Mr. Google, John Mr. Google, John Google, and John Facebook. <laughs> you guys owe us money. John Google and Joe Facebook. No offense to Google Calendar, I love it, but yeah, no, we Facebook no, Calendar seriously, is seriously. way more You're important. Great. You're great. Send You're us all your money. Um, so thanks again for checking us out. Uh, we will um, see you next. What's what are we gonna do next week? What's coming out? <sighs> Nothing as good as the past two albums. I, don't I think. think we might have. Let me look at something. We might need to do a classic we album. We might need to do a classic album because um, "Riding Dirty" came out pretty close to this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, "Beats, Rhymes, and Life" mm-hmm. came out pretty close to this time. Stakes is high came out last week, so we can't really. Uh, I listened to that at out. the gym today. I haven't listened to that one yes. in a couple years either. But yeah, UGK riding dirty, beats rhymes in life. We got AT Aliens coming out next month. Mm. Illadelph Half Life, At the Speed of Life, Soul on Ice, New World Order, Wrath of the Math. That's all next month. That's in the next coming months. Okay. Uh, Just a lot going on. We'll figure something out. Yeah, I like the riding dirty idea. Yeah. All right, well, we'll figure something out. Um, <laughs> We're brainstorming here with you brainstorming guys. Brainstorming uh, on the microphones. You can see a little bit into what makes us tick. It's a little bit like seeing the future, sort of. Wow. Welcome to episode 63 of Comprehensive <laughs> Down. This is next week. I'm Blogger Bonilla. And I am Silent G. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.